This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. In a very personal, amazingly anointed seven-day series entitled, Welcome Holy Spirit, prepare to be overwhelmingly blessed as Pastor Ray takes on the spiritual challenge of explaining the very character, holy nature, and role of this powerful yet most often misunderstood third person of the Godhead Trinity. With warnings of becoming desensitized to his voice, even as he works in our lives, Pastor reminds us that after Jesus returned to heaven, it was the Holy Spirit who was sent to earth to help each of us every day to fulfill our God-given purpose in this lifetime. Living in us, yet also one with the Father and the Son, His promise is never to leave us, as He ministers mightily as Master Teacher, Lover of Pure Truth, Righteous Judge, Comforter, and Loving Counselor. Now, knowing better that if we allow Him, He will absolutely change us, how can we not ask, how can the Holy Spirit help me today? Everything I do is by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Every time I get up to preach, sure, I've got some knowledge, but sometimes it's hard to communicate that knowledge. I don't, you know, maybe some of you would laugh at this, but I don't feel like the greatest communicator in the world. I don't think I'm a very good communicator in some ways. And I sometimes struggle with trying to get my point across or get, maybe, maybe it's because I just get a little frustrated. But when I yield to the Holy Spirit, when I remind myself of the anointing that's in me, it really has nothing to do with me. It has all to do with the Holy Spirit who's here, has anointed me, lives in me, is here to teach me, is here, first of all, to help me, is here to guide me, but he's also here to teach me and to remind me every step of the way. Sometimes when I'm preaching, you know, quite often I'm preaching, the Holy Spirit will nudge me and remind me of a verse that I haven't even thought about in a long time. Sometimes he'll remind me of something that I need to say. Why? Because he's my teacher. He's my reminder. And as you're doing whatever you do in life and you're, you're counting and relying and seeking him, he, he's going to give you that moment's inspiration. He's going he's to illuminate your thinking. He's going to illuminate your imagination sometimes to dream something. Come on. You see, this is the work. Of, so it's time to grow up. We can't just happy, clappy, finger paint. We've got to learn to connect and to live in and with the Holy Spirit and His influence and His presence in our life. So this verse says, but we have an anointing that be the Holy Spirit from the Holy One and you know all things. You have spiritual discernment, perception, understanding, wisdom from above. That's what that verse means. So don't tell me you're helpless. You have wisdom to get through the situation that you need to get through. You have wisdom to take care of the challenge that you may have. You have wisdom from above because you have an anointing in you. You are anointed. Say, I'm anointed. Say, I'm anointed by God. Because the Holy Spirit. Come on, say it. Because the Holy Spirit lives in me. It's not on you. Well, he is in a way. Because the Bible does say on you, in you. But he's in you. So you have 
all spiritual wisdom. All right, so let's go down to verse 27. Let's clear this up for a minute. He says, but the anointing, that would be the Holy Spirit, which you have received from him, abides in you. There it is again, in you. Say in me. In me. In me. He abides in me. And you, now listen, this is the part I want to I clear up. You do not need that anyone teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, and is true, and is not a lie, and just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. Now, this, would be a, this, would, this could be a contradiction in the word of God, because that, that verse says that you don't need anybody to teach you. But if you go over to Ephesians, chapter, I think it's 4, verse 11, if I'm not mistaken, I have it written down yet, 411. The, it clearly says that when Christ ascended to heaven, he gave gifts to men. And he said he gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. So it would seem like a contradiction. Why, why does it say in Ephesians, why is Paul saying that the church has teachers, but John says that you don't need anybody to teach you? Well, it's very, very simple to understand. That what, what John is speaking about and what Paul is speaking about are two different things. Of course the body of Christ needs teachers. That's why Jesus gave this gift to the church. The purpose of the teacher is to come with whatever knowledge he can acquire, whatever the Lord and the Holy Spirit has taught him, and to give it out to the people, instructing them in the ways of, of God. But only the Holy Spirit can take what is being taught and make it applicable to your life, to your situation, and to your circumstances. Let me give you a case in point. I could prepare a sermon and do every week and preach to, you know, a thousand people or whatever it be in, in three services, sometimes four services in a week. I could preach to a thousand or over a thousand people. And it's so interesting to me how I'll finish preaching, I'll go out there and start shaking hands and say, oh, pastor, that, that word that you spoke to me, it was so powerful. And when you said this, and I'm like, oh, and it ministered to my life. And then somebody else will go in and say, you know, I was going through this situation. Totally different situation. He said, and what you preached today really ministered to my life. Then I'll go over to somebody else and say, Pastor, I'm going through this situation. Totally different situation than this one and that one. And he said, that word you spoke today really ministered to my life. Last week, someone came to me and said, actually quoted a scripture. said, when you quoted this scripture, Pastor Ray, and you said this, I was so blessed that you said this. And I'm thinking to myself, I never said that. I went back to my notes and said, I never used that verse. I was standing there scratching my head. I, I wasn't talking anything about that verse. Well, you see, even when, I, when I'm preaching, the Holy Spirit will call to your mind something that I didn't even include in my notes, but he, it, it's applicable to you, and the Holy Spirit will... will, will it, it's going to sound like I said it, but I didn't even say it. It was the Holy Spirit that taught you. Can you see what I'm saying? So he says, you don't need anyone to teach. Of course, the teachers teach, but only the Holy Spirit can make it real, make it alive, make it applicable to your life and to your particular situation. Listen, what works for me may not necessarily fit for you. You need personal application of the word. And I don't know everything that's going on here. What you're going through, you're going through, you're going through. I would drive myself crazy trying to figure out what am I going to preach to all these different needs. So I don't even think about you. All I do is look to the Holy Spirit and say, what do you want me to say? Well, where are we going? He says, speak about this. Praise God. I speak about it. And no matter what you're going through, you're going through. I could be speaking about giving and you've got sickness in your life. You say, hallelujah. That really ministered to me today. 
Why? Because the Holy Spirit will take what's being taught and He will make it personalized for you. That's why I say you need to be in every meeting. Even if you thought you heard something that's been preached before, say, I heard that before, and you shut down the prayer. I heard that verse. I heard that teaching a hundred times. You're, you're stupid. You're dumb. You're, you, 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 you're, you're an idiot. I say that in love. You should always be alert and ready because the Holy Spirit can take something that you heard a thousand times and on the one thousand and one time that you hear it, it's going to minister to your life in such a powerful way that it will change the situation and the direction and the course of your life forever. Don't ever shut down on the preaching of the Word. Don't ever shut down on a verse. Don't ever shut down on ministry because it's the Holy Spirit who will teach you exactly with what you need. And He will use the words of the teachers who He has anointed and leaders that He has anointed. So you can't take it. Some people take say, I don't need anybody to teach me. I don't need anybody. That's crazy, man. That's called... Isolation. That's dangerous. And that's why, you know, Jesus gave the five-fold ministry to the church to balance things out and to make sure that everybody... See, pride comes before a fall and a haughty spirit before destruction. You can't be isolated say, well, the Holy Spirit, I don't listen to anybody but the Holy Spirit. You're dumb. My Bible says that in the, in the multitude of counselors, there's safety or wisdom. But it is only the Holy Spirit that can take what's being said and make it a reality to your life. Make it usable for your situation. Make it something that you can personally grab hold of and use in your life. Only the Holy Spirit can do it. Why? Because He is our teacher and He is our reminder. Can we talk about reminder for Him? Does that help anybody here today? All right, let me, let's talk about reminder. So we're back in... We're back in John's Gospel. I just want to highlight this and then we'll finish up here. And John's Gospel, chapter 14, this is our pivotal portion of, of scriptures for this teaching. And he talks about being the teacher, so we understand the Holy Spirit ultimately is the teacher. We're just the vessels, I'm just the vessel. I prepare whatever message that I believe he wants me to prepare and then I give it and he takes it and makes it applicable to your life. He makes it fit you. Best way to say it. He makes it fit you. Right? So now he's also our reminder. So, see, we should never be afraid. We should never be afraid because the Holy Spirit's got us covered. He's going to help us, guide us into truth, be in us. He's going to teach us. And now he's going to remind us as we're walking along. The Holy Spirit will remind you all kinds of things. Remind you things you've forgotten that, he, that you learned from the Word of God. Forgotten life experiences that you, you once learned you know, something from that maybe you've forgotten. Amazing, like I said, many times I'm here preaching, talking, and, and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit will remind me of something that I've forgotten, that I could incorporate in my teaching, even in ministry. Sometimes the Holy Spirit reminds me of some situation that I've been through where He taught me how to, how to get through something, uh, you know, a difficult circumstance or a difficult situation. And, and I'm in the midst of that and I'm kind of floundering, and then 
bam, all of a sudden he'll remind me of what I did or what he instructed me to do back then. And, 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 and he'll, he'll remind me of, of the lesson that I learned. See, the Holy Spirit's here to remind you. Don't, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to launch out. Don't be afraid to do. Don't be afraid to, 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 to move forward. Don't be afraid to march forward. The Holy Spirit's got you covered on every angle, every front. He is there. He is your helper. He is your guide. He is the spirit of truth. He is your teacher, and he is your reminder. Let me, let me show you some verses here. I love this stuff. Love it. It's going to remind you. It's going to remind you of what you need to be reminded of. So he said, he'll bring to your remembrance all things that I've said to you. Luke chapter 12, verse 11 and 12, and Sandy will put these up on the screens. Jesus says this, now when they bring you to the synagogues and the magistrates and the authorities, now, now let me just back up a minute because someone would say, you see, this word that you're giving, Pastor Ray, was for that time in that situation and it solely has to do with being persecuted for Christ. And I'm going to go back to 1 Peter chapter 2 where he said he has given us all things, all things, all things for life and godliness. So he gave us this word not only applicable to godliness or spiritual growth or the things that pertain to preaching and delivering the gospel, but he gave us these things for life as well. So when he said to them, when they bring you before the synagogues and the magistrates and the authorities, we could put it this way, if this pertains to a life issue, when they bring you before your boss, when you're called out on the carpet, when they bring you before the authorities, whether they be governmental authorities, you know, whatever it be, when they bring you uh, before whatever it is, looking for a new job before those authorities, whatever life situation that would come up where you would feel like you might be cornered by an authority or someone that has or possesses some sort of power over you, are you with me? Are you listening to me? Listen to what Jesus told him to do. He said, now when they bring you to this place, he said, do not worry about how or what you should answer or what you should say. For the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. Not to worry if you have to talk to someone in authority or someone who may be persecuting you or having to address a situation or dealing with a difficult situation. I can't tell you how many times in my years of pastoring I've had to deal with situations that I never dealt before even in those early days. I didn't know what to do and I didn't know what I was going to say. And I just pray, Lord, help me. Help me, Holy Spirit. Yeah, I don't know what I'm, I'm just going to walk into that meeting and I'm going to trust you. And it, it's amazing how I'd sit there and all of a sudden, They'd be talking. I'm not half listening to what they're saying. I'm listening to the Holy Spirit. And bam, just like that. Uh, inspiration comes. I open my mouth. And 20 minutes later, I got their whole situation under control. Just like that. Because the Holy Spirit is here to teach you, to remind you. Now listen. He said, for the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. Now let's go to Mark 13, 11. But when they arrest you and deliver you up, do not worry. See, if you get yourself cornered in a situation with an authority or somebody that's over you, it says, what's the very first thing you're supposed to do? Do not worry. Everybody say, do not worry. Do not worry. You know how you get worried? You're going to be tongue-tied, humming, 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 humming. Anybody know what I'm talking about? This even works in your marriage. When you screw up, and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to say to her when I get home. 
Hamana, hamana, hamana. Do not worry. He said, do not worry beforehand or premeditate what you will speak. But whatever is given you in that hour, speak that, for it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. And he'll bring to your remembrance. He'll bring to your remembrance. He'll remind you of the word. He'll remind you of things that you have forgotten. Maybe, you know, you, you learned that, but you've forgotten it. The Holy Spirit will remind you. All right, let me give you one more verse, and then we're going we're gonna to finish up here. Luke 21, 10, 15, he said, You will be brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake, but it will turn out for you, listen, as an occasion for testimony. In other words, when you get cornered, when you're in trouble and you trust the Holy Spirit of the living God, you know how many times I've heard people say, I'm being persecuted at work by my boss and I haven't done anything. It's those dirt bags around there that are giving me all the trouble. Well, come on, let's say it like it is, right? It's, they, they, they've snitched on me. They've done this to me. They, 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 you know, said stuff about me. They've incited, you know, trouble for me. Well, it doesn't matter. What he says is when trouble comes, when you're in trouble with an authority, he said, don't, don't worry about it because what is about to happen is going to be an occasion for testimony. It's going to be an opportunity for God to work in your life and for you to see it and everybody else to see it. That the Holy Spirit is alive in you, well and strong and powerful, and will help you out of even situations where you feel you're cornered by an authority. So he says, but it will turn out for you as an occasion for testimony. Therefore, settle it in your hearts not to meditate before him. You ought to be praying before him. Praying in the Spirit beforehand. See, that's what I do. I spend more time praying than I do worrying or premeditating. You see, I don't sit home and say, when I'm doing these sermons, I don't sit home and say, okay, now at this point I'm going to say this, at this point I'm going to say that, and then I'm going to put it. Some, maybe some pastors do that, some read it. Forget it, man. I would be as dry as bones. You wouldn't want to listen to me. Someone said he's dry as bones today. No, I just, I just have some notes, you know, some scriptures. And I don't premeditate, I pray. Therefore, settle in your hearts not to meditate beforehand on what you will answer. Listen, I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. Even, even in your business dealings, buy a house, buy a car. Man, you ought to pray in the Holy Spirit. You ought, to, you ought to wait for the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you. When I bought my house, my first house, you know, I'm on my second. No, actually my third. I started with a co-op and went to a house. But when I bought my, my house from the co-op to the house, um, I remember, you know, I had given an offer and, and they rejected my offer and they said they had someone else that was going to buy the house. That happened to me twice, by the way. Someone else was going to buy the house and I thought I lost the house. The lady came back to me and she said, you know, uh, the people withdrew their offer. It's back on the market. Do you want it? And I said, they said, well, you, you know, give them, give them a better offer. I said, no. Because I really felt in my heart that the Holy Spirit had given me a number. And so I needed wisdom from heaven. What am I going to do? I didn't want to lose the house because I really wanted the house. 
But the Holy Spirit gave me a number, and I said to the lady, I said, no. I said, you know what? This is my offer. That's it. And I'm not budging from it. So she said, well, you know, you, you may lose the house. Let, let it be lost. Then I look at it, and I say, it wasn't God's will. I trust the Lord. God's got something better. He's, he's helping me. He's saving me right now. Because if this one doesn't work, that means there's got to be something better. Because God would never take me lower. He's taking me higher. the wisdom of the Holy Spirit to just stand there. I didn't, you know, I didn't know, I had never really done, dealt with this kind of money and real estate agents and lawyers and all, but he gave me a mouth of wisdom to hold my ground. You know, that real estate lady called me back in five minutes. She said, they accepted your offer. I said, I knew they would. Hallelujah. I remember when we were building this building and we had opposition from every which way. I mean, I believe the devil assigned every demon in the tri-state area to converge on 1236 Mamaronic Avenue and cause trouble. I'm not lying. Some of you were here, you know. And I can remember when it all broke. When, when I was, again, one of those moments where I was shaving or whatever I was doing, and I was thinking about it, and the Holy Spirit revealed it to me right there. He said to me, this is what's going on. They don't know you. You're coming from Porchester. You're a multicultural church. You're moving into one of the wealthiest white neighborhoods in White Plains. I'm going to tell the truth. The truth will set you free. They didn't know. Ignorance. Ignorance. I'm a little Pastor Ray. They don't know who I am. They don't know who you all are. Oh, they found out who I am, and they found out who you are. And we are a force to be reckoned with. So don't mess with Living Word Christian Church for the people in this So I remember the moment broke. I was praying, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. He said, this is what it is. They're trying to stop you they're hoping that you're either going to run out of money or you're going to, you know, you're going to get so aggravated you're going to quit. I ran to the telephone and I called the planning commissioner at that moment. I said, you know what? I'm a praying man. I don't know if you're a praying man, but I'm a praying man. And I was praying. And the Holy Ghost told me. He told me that this is what's going on between the government, the, the uh, home, home uh, neighborhood association, uh, all these people coming out of the woodwork and never heard of it before. Now, now we know everybody, you know, and they like us and we like them. But I said, the Holy Spirit revealed it to me. I said, you're hoping that either you're doing this, you're, you're, making, me, you're, you're making me chase my tail here. Because we were doing stuff that wasn't good enough. Do it again, still not good enough. Table it, table it, cancel it, push it back. I was like, what's going on here? Can anybody make a decision? This is a game that you are playing with me. And I said, I got inspiration from him. I'm a praying man. I know what's going on. I said, you're hoping that either we're going to get tired, we're going to quit, and we're going to back out, or we're going to run out of money. I said, write it down. Let it be known this day that neither of those two things are going to happen. There will be a church on that property if it's the last thing I do on Tune in again Monday afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com. Thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of God-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the Word of God and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come, God's Word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors.